Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts. In this podcast, we'll talk about the EU illicit drugs market. We'll look at current demand and supply trends, the challenges ahead, and the EU's response to this increasingly complex and global problem. About one in three adults in Europe, from as young as 15 up to 65 years old, have tried illicit drugs at least once in their lifetime, especially men. Mostly, it's cannabis, but also cocaine and synthetic drugs such as MDMA and amphetamines, which are not only increasingly available with the help of the internet, but also cheaper to buy and stronger than ever. The reality is... Europe is a big market for illicit drugs, not only in terms of consumption, but also in terms of production and supply. Indeed. Drugs have been trafficked into and through the EU for decades, but they are also produced in the EU, both for local and global markets, as is the case for cannabis and synthetic drugs like amphetamines. And Europe's cocaine market is one of the largest in the world. The EU Early Warning System, which allows the EU and member states to exchange information on new narcotic and psychoactive substances that appear on the market, detects more than 50 new psychoactive substances in the market each year. And it's a lucrative business. With an estimated minimum retail value of €30 billion per year in the EU, it is the largest criminal market in the EU which explains why more than one-third of the organized criminal groups active in the EU are involved in it, and it poses a very serious threat to the EU. In 2019, more than 5,000 Europeans died as a result of an overdose, and many more are in rehab programs. But besides the obvious physical harm caused by drugs, there are other challenges. The vast majority of those involved in the drug trade are also involved in other criminal activities, including terrorism and trafficking in human beings and arms. In some EU countries, increased competition between drug lords has also led to more violence. And the problem is a global one. By corrupting border officials, criminal networks smuggle drugs across borders and gain access to ports with astonishing ease. Catherine de Bol is executive director of Europol. Organized crime groups are becoming more complex, highly international, and they infiltrate in the legal economy. Polycriminality is a key feature for them. They use more and more violence, and they use more and more corruption. Contract killings and other types of violence associated with drug trafficking is increasing and is expanding. In the European Union. Drug markets fuel a vast underground economy, undermining governance and local communities and leaving behind hazardous waste that damages nature. Commissioner Dimitris Avramopoulos is in charge of migration, home affairs and citizenship. The increasingly global nature and reach of groups involved in drug production and trafficking is a major cross-border health and security threat. The European Union must step up its efforts to fight these criminal activities while keeping drugs policy anchored on a balanced and evidence-based approach. So what is the EU doing about this problem? Although EU member states are free to set their own drugs policy and laws, cross-border cooperation is crucial in the fight against illicit drugs. 
The first common EU instruments date back to the early 1990s, but with the problem constantly expanding in scale and complexity, the EU has been increasingly active, in particular with respect to law enforcement, health-related issues and the detection and risk assessment of new psychoactive substances. So, after two action plans to combat drugs, the establishment of the European Monitoring Centre for Drugs and Drug Addiction in 1993, and a first EU drug strategy in the early 2000s that would be followed by others, the EU recently approved a new EU drug strategy and action plan that will extend till 2025. Now, where's the focus this time? Well... The strategy aims to step up efforts in all dimensions of drug policy, in particular drug-related security and public health challenges. It also eyes stronger cooperation to reduce drug supply and demand among all actors at local, national, EU and global level. The strategy focuses on three main priorities. Cutting down drug supply through law enforcement cooperation and border management – reducing demand for drugs through prevention, treatment and rehabilitation measures and preventing drug-related harm, such as diseases and overdoses. Now you may think, there's a lot of good intentions here, but how is the EU going to achieve them? The answer, or part of it, lays in the new EU Drugs Action Plan, approved by EU ministers in June 2021, which sets concrete actions and a specific timetable to achieve all these objectives. Here's Commissioner Avramopoulos. The latest action plan on drugs legislation we adopted on new psychoactive substances provide a strengthened response to the newly emerging health and security challenges in the area of illicit drug use and trafficking. Moreover, our work with our international partners is starting to gain traction. The EU has set up a whole network of judicial and law enforcement agencies such as Eurojust, Europol or the European Monitoring Centre for Drugs and Drug Addiction. Through the European Multidisciplinary Platform Against Criminal Threats, more commonly known as EMPACT, EU member states, institutions and agencies, as well as international partners work together to address the most important threats affecting the EU. And results speak for themselves. In 2020, over 33 tonnes of drugs and more than 14,000 tablets and heroin were seized in the EU as a result of increased cooperation between judicial and law enforcement authorities. The EU also cooperates on drugs issues with international agencies such as the UN Office on Drugs and Crime and organisations such as the American Drug Abuse Control Commission or the Community of Latin American and Caribbean States, besides supporting a whole range of transnational projects such as the one along the cocaine route in Latin America, the Caribbean and West Africa. What's clear is that drugs trade is a global problem that no country can attempt to solve alone. And the market has proved extremely resilient during the COVID-19 pandemic. So more cooperation and coordinated action at national, EU and global level is needed if we are to win this fight. Check out Katrine Lowton's briefing on the EPRS website for more information. This is a European Parliamentary Research Service podcast. Thanks for listening.